Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Hello, good evening. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. Now, first things first, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out. Find all the information up on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. While you're at it, follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And if you're into podcasts, you can search Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or simply go to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, we are on the tiny stage and being joined by South Shore singer-songwriter Destiny Claymore. Good evening. How are you? What up, what up? I'm great. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So I met you, we just talked off air, probably about 10 years ago at the South Shore Music Festival that took place at the Fuller Craft Museum in Brockton. And since then, you've been up to a ton. So update us on who you are and what's new in your world. Oh my gosh, that was such a long time ago. That is crazy. I have obviously done a lot since then. Um, Currently, my first big movie role is out in theaters right now. Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waikiti, Lil Rel, Joe Keery, all those awesome people. And I am the art nerd in Free Guy. And I also just got nominated for three New England Music Awards. So things are going pretty awesome. (laughs) That is absolutely amazing. And... There's a quote on your website that's one of my favorite quotes I've seen about a musician. And uh, the quote reads that you sing like an angel and rap like the Tasmanian devil. Yes. Is that accurate? It is so accurate. Um, Like you said, you may have seen me years ago. And anybody who's seen me live, I can switch seamlessly between the two. I think that being able to rap is, you know, is, is an integral part of, like, the type of music that I like and... I mean, I can do it on the fly. That's what it is. <laughs> what really drew me to you when I first met you was you maybe had the best mohawk I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is, if you go see, if you've seen Free Guy in theaters and by now it'll be on streaming platforms, my mohawk is in full effect. And I, I like to think that I took that and made it something unique with the lineup and stuff like that. So I'm so glad that you messed with it. So also, I was reading that you were the first female born in your family in over 25 years. Oh, my God. Yes. How did you find that out? <laughs> I forget where I saw that, but I was just, you know, I went down like a rabbit hole reading about you. Yeah. I um, So the interesting thing is like all the women in my family up until me had married into the family. Everyone was giving birth to boys uh, on every side. And then they had me and the family agreed. Her name is Destiny. And I think that... um. I think that that shows a lot in my my fashion sense and my music. I can be very raw and aggressive, and but I can also be very soulful because as I got older, it took me a long time to like find my comfort in the world of women growing up with men. And I think the fact that you knew that is like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> also, you dropped a new album recently. Yes, uh, the Pretty EP came out, and it was my first solo album. And I'm so glad that everybody liked it. I have so much to say about that album. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that in a bit, but let's hear a song first. What are we starting off the night with? We will start off the night with, since we're talking about the Pretty EP, we will start off the night 
with the first song on it called No Fly Zone. Okay, we have Destiny Claymore joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Very nice. Destiny Claymore on the tiny stage tonight. 95.9 WATD. Talk to us about that song. How did that one happen? Ooh, No Fly Zone is a very, very personal song. Um, as you said, you saw me years ago at um, a festival. That was back when I was in an old band. And um, at the time in my life, I was in a lot of very abusive and toxic relationships. And I got out of it and I saw my life get more successful and myself get more warm and glowing. And once I had accepted that place of being there, I wrote No Fly Zone to say, you know, never again. Like, that is a no fly zone. These behaviors are unacceptable. And, you know, talking directly to these people in the song, you know, like, uh, if you see my name in flashing lights, I will literally walk by you. I don't want to hear from you because I love me now. And I feel like every person in their life should have that conversation with themselves at some point and understand 
their value and understand, you know, what people bring and what people take from you. And I wanted to make somebody else feel that way. So I wrote No Fly Zone. That's amazing. What a great story. When did music become part of your life? Oh, it's always been a part of my life. I, um, I grew up just obsessed with music. So I'm from San Diego and, you know, out there, the music style and culture is different than it is out here, out there. It's a reflection of like the hoods that we live in and, you know, just the whole West Coast vibe and everything like that. And growing up, that was a reflection of my life. And then I saw you got served. And then ever since then, I wanted to be a break dancer. So in order to break dance, you know, you're listening to all of the old hip hop. You're listening to everything from Rapper's Delight to African Bambada to Erica Badu to everything in between. And you were listening to break beats and everything like that. And then I saw Step Up 2 and the music in that inspired me to even go harder with my dance. And music just has, has always been my pushing force to get to the next level in my life and in my career. And then eventually I loved it so much I started to make it. And now I can't see myself without it. What is your very first musical memory? Oh my gosh. My first musical memory. Um, my first musical memory is the first time I ever made music. It was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I, uh, I was in my old friend's basement and um, we were all just hanging out and he was making beats. And I was like, oh, can I try? And I just went and sang, in my opinion, so bad. But the room got so silent. And I was like, geez, was it that bad? <laughs> and they were like, your voice is awesome. And it was like a whole thing. And so that's my first, like, making music memory. Was that also the point when you realized you wanted to do this for the rest of your life? No, that came way later. Because I was doing it just kind of like, I was just making music kind of like something to do. Like, I, every person, I think, dreams of, like, I'm going to be a rock star or I'm going to have a band and, like, go out on Saturday nights and stuff. So, like, it just started off like that. And then once I saw, you know, people coming up to me, like, in tears and saying, like, how the song helped them and or, like, or coming up to me excited, like, saying, like, oh, I, I rap that all the time and I dance to that all the time. It's like, maybe I could also do this. Very cool. You said you were born in San Diego. What brought you to Massachusetts? Oh, my gosh. Life. Life. <laughs> Life <laughs> will bring do it you, to you everywhere. <laughs> That's Destiny Claymore. She is joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. And uh, share with us your website and any social media links you have. I am Destiny Claymore. You can at me on any social media at Destiny Claymore. Destiny, like Destiny's Child. Claymore, like the anime, like the blade, like the landmine. Love it. <laughs> Let's do another song. What are we listening to next? Up next, since we're still doing Pretty EP, we're going to do another favorite of mine called Stronger Than You Think. Let's hear it. We have Destiny Claymore tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Awesome. Destiny Claymore on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Very nice job on that. Thank you. Thank you. Talk about how you wrote that one. Stronger Than You Think was actually the first song that I wrote for the EP. I wrote this song in the end of 2018. I was going through a big transitional phase in my life. As artists, we go through a lot in our personal lives before we can even make the art. And I had just been so fed up with it that I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to get a normal job. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And um, my dad came and talked to me. And he was like, look, I know you're feeling like you're living your lowest low right now. But this is a minor setback for a major comeback. You're a phoenix. I've never known you to not fall up. And things are going to be okay. How do you compose? I just sing what I feel. Like, I put on music or like I'll make the music first and there's no real structure to it. I literally play it and I just start singing. The feelings that stick, the the notes that stick like that I can't get out of my head become the skeleton and then I fill in the words of how I felt after. Do you typically write from a personal experience? Or do you have that ability to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and write from their point of view? Both. I um a lot of my stuff is from personal experience because I use music more like um it's like a diary for me. I have trouble verbalizing in conversation and but with with dance and with music you can cut out a lot of a lot of like different thoughts that you don't need to convey the idea. So that's why like I feel like I write a lot from my personal experience but I also I write stuff that has never happened to me that people just relate to. Because um, I think I think there are certain things in the human experience that are universal. We will all experience heartache, failure, um, joy, love. There are just certain things that we all share as humans. So I write both. Do you have any songs that are too personal to publicly share? Oh my God, do I? I have. <laughs> <laughs> when I made um, Pretty EP, I had thrown away I think about sixty something songs. I had thrown away like I was like, nope. Saying too much, saying too much, too much personal. You literally can't stop crying through this one. Like, <laughs> so we're just not going to put that one out. Sometimes and, those are the uh, the best songs. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I did end up putting one of them on there. I like cried through it. It was um, goodbye kiss, and it was just like a letter of things that I wish I had said to certain people that weren't in my life anymore. 
And sometimes you just have to put that one out because I feel like a lot of people have been there too. I've gotten in trouble for asking this question before, but I'll try it on you. When you write about somebody, do you tell them it's about them? Um, it depends. Like, I wrote the song that I'm going to do next is called Melt. And um, I wrote that song about, he's an artist out here, um, Mike Ross. He's probably going to be upset hearing me this, say this later. But um, <laughs> I, at the time, like, how I felt. Um, like, you, there are certain songs you have to tell the person, like, hey. Or, or if the music is... um. If it gets very specific, so the person's going to think it's about them anyway, if they ask, I'll own up to it. Like, yes, the shoe fits. (laughs) It was about you. And sometimes, like, I write stuff, and I'm writing about somebody totally different. And I remember one time, um, it's something that's going to be on the next project. I was writing something, and there's a whole part where I'm just, like, like getting very angry and getting into it. And they come out, uh, because they were hanging out at my house, and they come out, and they're like, are you talking about me right now? And I was like, if the shoe fits, like I literally wasn't. But now that you mentioned that, you did do that stuff. So <laughs> so in the last 10 years, since I first met you, how do you think your creativity and your your songwriting has evolved over the last several years? It has evolved so much because my process before was kind of like, I need to put something out. So I'm going to sit here with a pencil and paper and I'm going to play this beat over and over again until I think of something. And I think that caused it to be, like, very mechanical and very um, – it was just very odd. And now I kind of think of it more like like flowing. When it comes, it comes. I don't force it to come. And I don't force a song to be a song. Like, sometimes I'll write, like, a verse, and then I'm like, this is unfinished and it's going to stay unfinished. Like, I'm over it. Um, and sometimes there's some of them that have so much potential – that, you know, I'll sleep on it. I'll go the extra mile to get it done. And I think that it reflects in the music. Like, it's very honest and very... I think all the songs sound pretty flowy. Very recently on this show, I've actually had uh, two separate guests almost back-to-back. One of them told me that their dream in music is to write songs in their sleep. And I had somebody just recently tell me they can only write songs that they dream. That is amazing. I want to talk to them because I have woken up so many times with melodies and like chords and stuff in my head. And by the time I get to something, it's it's gone. And I just need to, whoever that was, please tell them, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. That is Destiny Claymore. She is our guest tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. We are nearing our first break of the nine o'clock hour. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share as well. So stick around. Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Almost Famous with John Shea on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday night, 8 to 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Follow us online tonight, Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. If you're into podcasts, we have one of those as well. You can find that on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. My guest tonight on the tiny stage is Destiny Claymore. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. You are sounding so amazing tonight. I'm so glad this is happening. Thank you. Thank you. Share with us again your website and social media information. DestinyClaymore.com. And you can at me anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Destiny Claymore. And for those who maybe missed the first part of the night, give us another introduction. 
My name is Destiny Claymore. I am an actor, singer, and dancer. My first movie, Free Guy, is out now, starring Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi, Lil Rel, and Joe Keery. I am also have my first EP out called Pretty EP. Very cool. Talk to us about that. How did that EP all come together? I didn't plan to make an EP. I was just experiencing life, and I was writing life as I was experiencing it. And um, then before I knew it, um, I had dropped a song dissing somebody, actually. (laughs) I had dropped (laughs) one of my most popular songs. It's called Before I Forget, and the whole chorus is literally F-U, F-U, it's on site, F-U. But it's really sing-songy and, like, cute and flowery. And um, people found it very funny, and before I knew it, people were like, when are you dropping more music? And I realized I had all of these songs. I had all of these, you know, diary entries, and I was like, okay. And I started to pick which ones I felt like I could share. And um, that's how Pretty came to be. You talked earlier about the elimination process. Was it difficult to eliminate songs, to narrow it down to what actually made the final cut of the EP? It was very difficult um, because you love all of them. Like, like those are your babies, and especially because... I wanted to have more songs, but this was taking place during COVID. So studios were open and they were closed and they were open and they were closed. And the process itself was straining on me. And that was going to make, you know, it was, it was going to make me tired and make songs like not sound the way I imagined. So I put out the, the ones that most hit me at the time. And um, I actually call the project pretty because if you see the cover, it's the phonetic, phonetic, phonetic spelling. Um, and it has like the, the thing in the middle to show like the two syllables. And the reason that I did that was because I wanted people to understand I'm not talking about being physically appealing. Like the, one of the definitions of pretty, you know, it is to be alluring and um, to have understanding and everything like that. And I felt pretty for the first time in my life after I had started meditating more and journaling more and, you know, seeking therapy. I highly recommend therapy to everybody. Even if nothing is going on in your life, just do it because it's healthy. And um, after doing that, though, I felt pretty on the inside. I felt mentally healthy and ready to take on the world, which I think started to begin to reflect on my outside. And that's why I called the album Pretty. That's amazing. I just a few weeks ago had a musician from Providence on the radio show, and she just dropped her debut album, and she called it self-titled, and not just like her name. It was literally called self-titled because of the double meaning. It, you know, it's her self-titled album, but also it's it's about her, and it's about her being able to talk about what she's going through. I think that's beautiful. I'm glad you mentioned COVID because that's been something that's on everybody's <laughs> mind still over a year and a half later. What a time. What yeah, a time. <laughs> exactly. that, that's, that's one way to say it. Um, How did that affect you? Uh, COVID was the best thing and the worst thing to ever happen to me. Um, Because, so we actually finished filming my parts for Free Guy in 2019. And 2020, January 2020 came and they flew me to LA to to finish my last few scenes at uh, Paramount Studios in LA. And so they're talking to me like, yep, this will be out in July. And, you know, we can move on with our lives and our careers and... I'm so excited. And then... Um, the world stopped. The world stopped. <laughs> and, and I made the joke to my dad. I was like, of course, the year that I get famous is the world ends. That's my luck. <laughs> and um, But yeah, so like 
the movie had been delayed first. It was supposed to come out in July. And then they were like, okay, it's going to come out in December. And then they were like, okay, it's going to come out in May 2021. And I'm like, we're entering a new year with this now. And then it was just going to come out July 2021. And then finally they were like, August 13th in theaters. We promise. We promise. I'm like, okay. So COVID definitely like slowed that process down. And, um, but on my personal life side, I enjoyed COVID so much. Like I was doing all my favorite activities. I was painting, I was reading, I was, I was working out all day, every day, just cooking, eating, working out all freaking day, <laughs> like living the dream. Love that. It, I know it wasn't fun for a lot of people, but the, I, the first six months of it was lit. After that, I was like, well, I'm done. Can we go back to work, please? Like. We're chatting with Destiny Claymore tonight. Her new EP is called Pretty, and let's continue on with the music. What are we listening to next? Up next, we have a few things, but we're going to start it off with Melt. All right. This is actually one of my favorite tracks off the album. I'm honored. Destiny Claymore, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Oh, my God. 
very cool. Destiny Claymore, 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage tonight. Talk about how you wrote that one. Melt was in, um, I actually wrote that. Time is running together. Was that during the pandemic? Yes. And um, I had, I'd fallen for someone after I thought I couldn't fall for people anymore. (laughs) And I just wanted to, like I said, I I didn't think I was making an album. So I was just kind of like, you know, writing in my diary. And I was like, this person makes me feel like I'm melting and I'm swooning. And um, in the lyrics, I, in like the verses, I talk about my fears though. And I feel like that's a big part that we leave out of romance sometimes is our fears and um, just past histories and stuff. And I was just talking about how there are certain things like if you can't handle it, that'll turn me off and you can go. And um, But when I feel comfortable, once I feel comfortable, I will open up and you can just have me, like, if you're honest with me. And I feel like a lot of people, a part of romance, I think, should be setting expectations. And I think that's okay. So that's, I don't know, that's how Milk came to be. That's great. So you're singing live tonight, but we're using a backing track. Is yes. the backing track that we're listening to, are you doing all your own harmonies and layers? I am. Yes. So let's talk about working in the studio, specifically. What was that like, and, and what did you learn from doing your previous projects that made recording this EP easier? I didn't have like a studio process because before, just the way that I was making music, I didn't have time to really find my comfort zone in the studio. And this time, I made sure to just be like, before I even did this project, I actually like I used my throwaway songs to get into the studio and find like what sounded right and what didn't sound right. And those songs never made it out, but they did their purpose for me was get comfortable again singing, but also get comfortable singing. It's it's way different to sing on an isolated microphone and the room is dead silent and you can hear every, you know, noise in your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, that was like my process of like getting comfortable. And then I found someone, um, his name is uh, international show. He actually does, he does engineering for Red Shades stuff. And um, she actually introduced us, and that's going to be, our song is next, actually. But um, yeah, she introduced me to him, and me and him connected because he has a singer's brain, so like, he hears harmonies in his brain. And I hear harmonies in my brain, but I have trouble communicating that. And he taught me how to to bring that out into the track, like from your brain. And I learned a lot making Pretty, and I'm really excited for like, the next song, and I also have, like, I might have some new stuff in here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's great. Now, have, have the wheels started in motion for the follow-up project? Yes, I um, I actually have some songs from that today. Ooh, okay. Let's, uh, let's not waste any time, then. Let's hear what's next. Up next is going to be Everybody Else, and it's the song that I made with Red Shades. And uh, I actually wrote the song hoping to get it in the Free Guy movie. And uh, if you listen to the lyrics, I talk about I'm playing GTA with Joe, Joe Keery, and and I'm weaving down the boulevard, and stranger things have happened, and you guys will hear all of it. Thanks. Let's hear it. And Destiny Claymore on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, it's all yours.
Fantastic. Very nice. Destiny Claymore, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. Thank you. So share with us again where Pretty Can Be Found. Pretty Can Be Found everywhere. Spotify, Tidal, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Pandora, all that good stuff. Um, Even on some indie sites. And you can just look up Destiny Claymore Pretty EP, or you can find it on my website. DestinyClaymore.com has all my music. So that is your debut, correct? Yes. What was the response to that, and did you expect it? The response was overwhelmingly positive. I did not. Vanya Land, Boston Herald, uh, Above the Basement, um, so many people heard it and picked it up and wanted to talk about it. And so many, I had, you know, taken a year off from music while I was filming uh, the movie and um, I was doing Runway and um, to come back after such a long time and you know you think that people forgot about you and then everyone is just so overwhelmingly supportive and have nothing but great things to say about like the growth and the sound and and understanding the messages and what it meant to them was a beautiful thing and it's what pushes me forward you know now and what makes me want to make something great for my next project. You're an actress, you're a model, you're a singer, you're a songwriter. How do they all influence each other? 
They're all one in the same. Um, whenever I try to explain it to somebody, I just I, I use Rihanna. Rihanna, in her music, you hear fashion. And then when you see her, you know she's a musician within her fashion. And it kind of influences each other. Her music sounds like it's meant for runway. It's meant for festivals. And that is exactly like who she is. And I feel like I'm the same way. Like My music will sound like what I'm going through at the time. And I feel like Pretty was way more colorful and more lively. And I do have some songs where I like, you know, you have to brag a little bit and talk that ish about yourself. Because at the time, I was doing things that I thought I thought I couldn't do, let alone other people. Like I was doing runway modeling and um, I was filming my first movie. And they all, all the jobs go together to create art and one inspires the other. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. I have been saying this. I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. I have been saying this since I was a child. I'm so not for traffic. And I'm just like, I don't like, I feel like we spend a lot of our lives waiting and when you really sit and do the math, like a lot of our day is waiting. And that's why when people are like, oh, Beyonce has the same 24 hours you do. No, she doesn't. Because you know why? Somebody's flying her over all the nonsense. <laughs> and she has that time when she's getting flown over the nonsense to probably check her emails or whatever. I don't know what kind of high tech phones they have. So, yeah, I would teleport anytime. That's a good song title. Good album title, too. Right? I'm going to write this down. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Destiny Claymore. She is joining us tonight here on the WATD Tiny Stage. Let's keep on going with the music. What are we listening to next? So up next is some unreleased stuff, maybe by this time. But yes, this song is called Colors, and it's off of a project whose title you guys will learn at a different time in life. And I hope you like it. I like the tease. Destiny Claymore on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Awesome. Destiny Claymore, 95.9 WATD, sounding incredible tonight on the tiny stage. Talk about that song. This song, I actually wrote it um, because of a dream that I had. <laughs> um, I had a dream about this this woman, and I knew I was in love with her. And she had long black hair. Actually, not long. It was like to her shoulders. And I woke up missing someone I had never met. And... Um, I spent the day, like I was running my errands, but I just felt like this loss. And I wrote the song saying in the hook, um, there's sunshine, there's moonlight, but I just want to dance with you. And I don't know where you are. You're somewhere in the stars, probably all alone like me, but I just want to dance with you. Yeah, the song came to be, and it's really special to me because literally like, like a month after I met this girl with jet black hair to her shoulders and like we go on dates now and it's nice. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. What's this song you wish you had written? I think about this all the time. I'm drawing a blank. Okay. First, I'll go with a soundtrack. I wish I had Hans Zimmer's brain. I know that's like way <laughs> left field. But the Interstellar soundtrack for the Interstellar movie, oh my gosh. So I don't know if you've seen the interviews, but he, he made this whole thing. And the whole thing is one, when you really listen to it, it's this one long song that continues to evolve like throughout the time that it's playing. And he talks about it in his interviews, and he said that he didn't know anything about the movie at all, except the director told him, write how you would feel if you couldn't see your child. And this is what he came up with. I highly recommend I it. i to check it out. I really wish that I wrote that. Opposite end of the spectrum, what's a song you hate? One song you'd wipe off the planet Earth if you were given a chance to. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I talk so much trash, and now that we're here, I'm just, like, drawing blanks. <laughs> um... Off the top of my head, I would say Justin Bieber, like, in general. Okay. Somebody um, just the other week said uh, Sugar Ray in general. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Everything there. The whole catalog. Just wipe it out. Just, yeah, we we don't need it. We don't need it. (laughs) Destiny Claymore is our guest tonight here on WATD. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Yes, one more. All right. More after this. 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Tiny Stage Hour at 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Each week brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. Tonight, being joined on the Tiny Stage by Destiny Claymore. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. This is a great time. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for making this work. One final time, introduce yourself. My name is Destiny Claymore, and I am a singer, actress, and I forgot to mention model. I um, my first movie is out now with it's called Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. 
Taika Waititi, Lil Ray, Joe Keery, all that jazz. And I play the art nerd. And you guys should go see it. So is that character you in real life, too? Yes. <laughs> that was actually how I ended up getting casted. Um, Method acting? <laughs> pretty much, because um, I'm a hardcore gamer. Like, I grew up gaming. My dad got me into gaming. Um, my dad is the biggest nerd on the planet. He um, was a Marvel fanatic growing up. Uh, it's actually how he like learned how to read was through Marvel Comics, so they have like a special place for him. His whole house is just, he has the real Infinity Gauntlet. Like It's very <laughs> heavy. He has the actual magnetic gems, and he has everything decked out in Marvel. And growing up, me and him would just game for hours and hours and hours. Um, so when I got asked to be in a movie about an NPC, I lost my mind. I was like, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Share with us, again, your website and your social media handles. www.destinyclaymore.com has all my music, has my show listings, any appearances I'll be making. And you can find me online anywhere at Destiny Claymore. At Destiny, like Destiny's Child, because you know, that's where I be. And Claymore, as in the sword, Destiny Claymore. Last but not least, your debut EP. My debut EP is Pretty EP, out now. Go listen to it. It's on everything. Pandora, Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud. If it exists, it's on there. I promise you. Enjoy that. Fantastic. Thank you again so much for making this work in your schedule. I know how how busy you are, and uh, we really appreciate you making time to stop by WATD. Anytime. We have time for one more song. What are we heading up to the top of the hour with? This is So High. And this is a new one, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's hear it. Destiny Claymore, thank you again. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon.
Destiny Claymore in the building on WATD 95.9 FM. At me at Destiny Claymore, because we can boogie anytime. Come on, come on. Mess up. 